follower of Jesus. It's the most important thing in my life. The most healing, healthy thing for the human brain is a belief in God and prayer. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature. And my title for the law that we're going to talk about today is this, Dying Grace at Dying Time. Uh, five words, I think you heard it right, Dying Grace at Dying Time. And I've got to start with a, a story. A good friend of mine uh, that I've worked with a long time uh, told me this. It happened to him. There was a professor at a uh, major, very prestigious university, I believe, in uh, California. And uh, as happens sometimes, there was a favorite <clears throat> professor at that school. Been there for years. The you know his classes fill up first. Uh, all of his office hours are jammed with students wanting to come by just because. They love him. He makes them feel good about themselves. He's passionate about what he's teaching. He's honest. He, he, he loves the kids, okay, and loves what he's doing. And um, as happens sometimes, he was uh, feeling bad, went into the hospital. They ran some tests, found out he had six months to live, uh, last stage cancer, and the kind of cancer where those last... Um, weeks or months are extremely painful, um, one, of the, one of the more painful last stage cancers. And um, so he decides that for this last period of time he has, he's not going to travel around the world, he's not going to do his bucket list, he's going to do exactly what he's been doing for decades because it's what he loves. He's going to teach until he can't teach anymore. So he goes back and starts doing uh, what he'd been doing. Word spreads and you know all the uh, girls and guys are crying and hugging him and we're so sorry and you're our favorite teacher and he gets lots of notes and cards and, and all that. And then things kind of settle down and some time passes. And the amazing thing was, at least as my friend told this, um, he would the difference in him coming in and doing his job now as opposed to before was mainly um, severe to agonizing pain all the time. In order to stay lucid enough to teach, um, he couldn't take the big heavy ones that heavy painkillers that would you know take away all or the majority of the pain. So as he was teaching, as he was having his office hours, he was always in severe to agonizing pain. And um, a student came in to meet with him a number of months into that, probably pretty close to the end. And um, student sat down, said, you know, I just want you to know you're my favorite too, and I love you, and uh, you made such a difference in my life, and and... You know, in fact, um, I believe you've changed the course of my life. But he said, I've got one question. How do you do it? Because 
we all know you're in severe to agonizing pain all the time, but if anything, you seem more passionate, more kind, more loving. <clears throat> How do you do it in that kind of pain? And according to the student, the, um, <clears throat> the professor smiled and said those five words, dying grace at dying time. And I absolutely believe that that is the truth, okay? So here's how it works to me, okay? Uh, we've been talking for uh, months on YouTube and for 15 years on a podcast about these spiritual laws and how they apply to different things of your life, including... Uh, your brain and whether you have positive chemicals or negative ones, positive thoughts or negative thoughts, etc. And that applies here too. Um, but here's how it works. If you're living on the fear path and a pain, a severe pain or trauma come, and they always come to, to everybody, all right? I had uh, five or six people in my life I thought were the exceptions to that. That everything for them had just fallen into place, been easy, no big obstacles, no big pain, and uh, all, five, all five of them on the phone, one at lunch, I think, when I asked them that, they laughed and said, you got to be kidding, man. We've had this and this and this and this and this, and right now we're holding on by our fingernails. You would just never know. And the reason you would never know is because they were going through all of it with grace and the power that comes from grace to do whatever you're doing the absolute best possible with positive hormones, positive chemicals, positive actions, positive things going on in your body, positive brain state, which means you're going to make the best decisions and have the best possible outcome. And that outcome, because you did it in love, is going to take you up a little bit higher in your whole life than you were before. And it does it every time you go through a pain or trauma that way, in love rather than in fear. Okay? But if you're on the fear path, you really don't have that choice. Instantly, 286,000 miles per second, your unconscious mind takes control away from your conscious mind and instigates negative hormones, negative chemicals, negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative brain state, negative actions, and the actions are either to fight, physically we're talking, freeze, go into a cocoon or the fetal position, or flee. Alright? Not stand there, speak the truth in love, do the truth in love, go through this pain in love even though it's killing me inside, all right? You really don't, can't choose that if you're living your life on the fear path because instantly, even before you can think, I need to go through this in love, your unconscious mind has already, has already mandated the other path, okay? Because you are on that, all right? However, if you're living on the love path, or at least a good bit of the time on the love path, probably none of us are there all the time, <clears throat> and the pain or trauma comes, 
you, you at least will have the opportunity. You can still go over to fear. Anytime there's a pain or trauma, you can choose that fear path and the negative chemicals and hormones and, and all of that. All right, and sometimes we do. Sometimes we do on purpose because we're so afraid. It activates some big time memory in us, and we're just terrified. And so we go that way. Okay. Sometimes it's an accident. We don't mean to choose it. We just in in maybe you're that kind of person that in um, fearful, hard situations, you 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 would say, I don't do well with with trauma situations. Well, what that probably means is when that happens, you go to the fear side. All right? But if you are living at least a good bit of the time on the love path and you are wanting to go to the love path when fear and trauma come, I absolutely believe you can that sometimes it'll be automatic if you're living way in the love path, maybe like 90%, you'll probably go there automatically. If you're more around 50, 60, 75, I believe it will always be a choice for you. The pain and, the pain and trauma come, whoosh, and now I have the choice. Okay. Am I going to go through this in fear? What's in it for me? Survival of the fittest, which is maybe more natural to my body. Or am I, am I going to go through it in a spiritual way and go through it in love, joy, peace, uh, what's win-win-win for everyone, whatever God would have happen in this situation most of all. Okay? Um, so if you're living... On the fear side, you may have to get some of that stuff cleaned up before you're able to, to live in the love side and especially at a trauma pain time to be able to choose it and go through it. I would use a lot of the things we've talked about. Go back and watch The Greatest Principle and see if you can commit to that in your life. Use um, the Miracle Meditation uh, activating your vagus nerve, turning every negative thought and feeling into a prayer. Use trilogy, memory engineering, those things, okay? They work sometimes in minutes or days rather than months or years. And then when you get to the place that you can, then choose. I commit, I vow for the rest of my life, no matter what happens, to live in love in the present moment, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the end results. You'll never do it right, no, but you'll do it better and better as you go. So if you're over here, it may take you some time to clean some stuff up in your heart until you can go through a pain and trauma in love. But it's well worth the, the work to do that. Then, when you're living in a place of love and the pain trauma comes, just sort of notice, do I automatically go to love or do I also, am I also tempted to the fear path and so it's really a choice, okay? And if you don't sense any of those, then I would ask, I would ask for the grace and power to go through this in love rather than in fear, okay? And I believe that will absolutely happen. Um, 
some of my favorite passages. Um, All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Focus on what is unseen, not on what is seen. Because what is seen is temporal, what is unseen is eternal. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead now lives in you. Oh, man. The power of the universe lives in you. Okay? And Jesus saying to his disciples when he left, it's better for you that I go. (laughs) How could that ever be better? He says, because if I don't go, he the Holy Spirit won't come, and He will lead and guide you into all truth. He will comfort and counsel you, bring life and health to your mortal body, and is the power that raised Jesus from the dead living in you. Okay? But I believe all of that can be true because you are a saved believer, but you can still be living on the fear path. Because your parents did, because it's what comes most natural to human beings with our physical body for lots of reasons. But what I'm telling you is there is a thing available, I believe, in every situation you could ever need it, that I call, because the professor did, dying grace at dying time. Take out the word dying. Career grace at career time. Relationship grace at relationship time. Health grace at health time. Uh, Academic grace at academic time. Uh, Helping people, uh, those less fortunate, charitable grace at charitable time. And on and on and on. Any situation you can ever be in. And I believe this is one of the secrets of what I call God's miracle plan of love. That we can go through pain and trauma in our own strength if that's what we choose. And he'll let us do that. And it'll be really, really hard. We'll probably be cussing all the way through it. When we get to the other side, we'll be exhausted and need days or weeks to recover. And it will just be a negative memory inside us that puts our brain and nervous system in stress for the rest of our life. Or we can go through, we can have dying grace at dying time. We can choose love when pain and trauma come and they come to everybody and receive the power that is needed to do whatever that is the best that I possibly can. From a physical perspective, from a mental and intelligence and creativity perspective, from a uh, love, joy, peace, feeling perspective versus anxiety, anger, low self-worth, all right? Yes, all of that, all right? And I believe that's part of God's plan. It's part of the kingdom. It's it's part of this thing that's almost impossible to understand called grace. And Jesus said, and I will be with you always. And then that's confirmed by Paul who says that um, the mystery of the ages 
is that Jesus and I are one. I'm seated with him in the heavenlies. He is in me here and now. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, that is power. That is real power. To live your life the best your, pos- your life could possibly be. So, when you come to a pain and trauma, first of all, just notice if you happen to shift more toward the fear or more toward the love. All right, what what you naturally do if you're not trying to use your willpower at all. Then if you go toward fear or you just kind of stay here but really don't go toward love, then I would ask, can I please have this, let's say it's a, a disagreement between me and hope that's being a negative on our relationship. Can I please have relationship with hope, grace, right now in this situation and we just had this argument and I'm planning on uh, doing something to say I'm sorry or to uh, complete the argument or whatever. Father, can I please have relationship and, and this particular argument and disagreement grace now? Now, and I believe it will be given to you, all right? But here's the thing. Dying grace at dying time always requires your first step to be in faith. What does that mean? Well, it's easy to do the thing that's hard to do if you have extra power, whether that's intelligence or physical strength or emotional uh, uh, positive positive emotions and feelings. It's easy to do the thing when, man, I've got that power right now, all right? But what we like, at least most people I've talked to, is before we even go to take hold of that pain and trauma, I want to already know the solution, and I want to already have the power. It doesn't work that way. Almost every single time, you have to take a first step of faith down the love path. And then, when you go to take hold of the thing, the pain or trauma, whatever it is in your life, I believe with all my heart, you will be given the grace and power for that at the time that you need it. And it will enable you to do whatever that thing is the best possible. The, as far as intellect, logic, spirituality, money, everything. It will allow you to do the best possible with that pain and trauma that can be done. And number two, it will allow you to learn something from going through that trauma in love. And when you learn that something, it will take your whole life up a little higher, usually for the rest of your life. So I got to a place in my life where when I saw pain and traumas coming, I actually was very grateful because I knew this is an opportunity if I, if I take that step of faith, ask for that dying grace at dying time, 
take hold of the pain and trauma, receive the power, whatever it is, and do it the absolute best, and then be taken up higher after that, man, this is an opportunity for me. This isn't a, oh gosh, why do I have to go? This is an opportunity for me to go up higher, maybe for the rest of my life. And some things take you up a little higher. Some things take you up a lot higher, okay? And you never know what that thing is going to be. So um, I, I would ask you, pray and meditate over that this week. Search the scriptures on that this week, okay? Uh, we know if you're on the path of love versus the path of fear, it makes a dramatic difference. This is the front page article I picked up, front page USA Today. I picked up in an airport a few years ago. Very highly regarded study that made headline news where they said, basically, if you are choosing and living on the love path, you have a 300% greater chance to not become sick by middle age and live to old age healthy and happy. And if you're living on the fear path, you have a 300% greater chance to get a disease and die by middle age. Okay, so we know from science that there's a huge difference in our physical health, our body, our brain state, our chemicals and hormones based on this. Well, God made it that way, all right? But I do think this is sort of a hidden gem that I've heard very few people talk about that in, when that time of pain and trauma comes, number one, see it as an opportunity, not a old curse word. Number two, take the first step in faith before you've got the power. Take hold of that thing in faith. You will be given the power, thoughts, feelings, physical power, Whatever it is, you will be given the great the power from grace to do that the best you can possibly do it. You will go through to the other side, and there will be a resolution that is the best possible resolution. Not saying it's the one you would most want from an earthly or fleshly perspective, but it will be the best possible resolution. It will create more love in you. Also, if you went through it with other people, those relationships will become stronger and more loving. And the cherry on top, it'll take you up higher to a higher spiritual plane, which includes the mental thoughts, feelings, emotions in your life. And usually from then on. So, um, dying grace at dying time... Man, it's fabulous, and start utilizing that in your life this week. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, blessed day.